and welcome to a short episode of A Fire Inside Out. I am your host this time around. My name is Ben Hansen, and I'm joined by... My name is Jeff Cork. There we go! All right, this episode, we are covering the first AFI EP. Not officially their first, but the first that we're get- tipping the cap to. Their extended play album. I have a question for you, first of all. Yeah. When you were a young person... Sure. Did you know what an EP was? No, I had no idea. I assumed it had something to do with Elvis Presley. <laughs> Did you really? It's very confusing. And it was like, it's also a thing, because I was such an idiot, where I'd go to the record mm-hmm. store, record and store. <laughs> I'd see, like, a bunch of AFI stuff, and so we'd buy it, me and my friend, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we'd get back home and be like, why does this one only have four tracks on it? It was very confusing. Did you so say what gives? We said what gives. And in the case of a Fire Inside EP, we're like, why does this record only have, like, 3.08 songs on it? <laughs> and why is it so small? And why does it have a big hole in the middle? Well, no, no, Cork. We're we're on cool CDs. Oh, yeah, we're not that. So it was like a little tiny, tiny, like novel. It was a GameCube disc. It was a GameCube that we popped into the CD player. That's exactly right. Uh, So yeah, this is going to be an episode where we're just covering a short little one. So only four tracks. So it's going to be easy, breezy, and beautiful. And you're going to use your auctioneer voice. So this will be over in like five minutes. You got it, kid. Perfect. This is for the fans. (laughs) All right. So Fire Inside EP. Yes. Uh, It is the same lineup. Of the band as last time. We still have Mark Stoffelis, Marcus Stoffelis, I should say, on guitar. The wow. mysterious... Satan himself. That's Isn't right. that what it is, basically? That's right. Uh, Jade Puget is coming in for the next time around. That patented Puget sound. That's exactly... <laughs> oh, I can't wait for you to make that joke over and over oh, and over Oh, you got again. it, baby. So he's circling in the periphery, coming in for a landing soon, but not quite yet. This is 1998, ah. uh, and the band... Convenes for a short recording that involves two covers and two original tracks. Mm. So, what were you doing in 1998? <laughs> oh man, let's hear it. 1998. Uh, let's see. I wasn't playing Half Life. Ooh, 1998. I was getting into Age of Empires One. I saw it for the first time, and it yeah. consumed my life. I'd never seen an RTS game before. Uh, it's like, well, this is just the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and so I was getting. Super into like using uh, our IBM computer and mm-hmm. setting up via voice and a bunch of old timey crap. Managing Star 69 pretty well. If you oh, know what I mean? I know what you mean. All right. What were you doing in 1998? Oh, what wasn't I doing? I was in college. How many kids did you have by then? I had huh, zero. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're in college. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> and at, that time, at that point, single guy in college. Did you have a good time with that? Loved it. It's not just uh, rose-tinted glasses? No. Really? It was just the best time for you? I made so many incredibly awesome mistakes. Oh, really? fantastic, yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it was great. Any worth sharing? Uh, I was a bad boy. Okay. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> this is really terrible. This banter, no good. <laughs> All right. So the first track yeah. on a Fire Inside EP is one called Three and a Half. What does it mean? I thought originally, oh, yeah. this song is... Three minutes and 30 seconds long. But then I looked at the timestamp. No, it's only two minutes and 22 seconds long. What gives? Yeah, I wonder. I don't know what it is about. What what it is about? Maybe he's like giving himself on a scale of one to ten, a three and a half. Or maybe it's like a five. Five star. Well, as you can tell from the lyrics, he's not a big fan of himself. But we'll Mm. get to that. So this is a three and a half from AFI. Okay. Good. Good sound to introduce the album. Yep. I was fully on board at this moment. All right. And then what about this? Yep. Singing Davey Havoc again. For the first time since third season. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I liked it. All 
All right, a little stigmata reference there. Mm-hmm. So I I enjoy the song up to a certain point. Uh oh, which is the chorus. Like I think it's actually <laughs> talking about his mama. Yeah, I don't saying? like any mom references. No, but here we go. I just think it sounds stupid and too blunt. Just that I'm so sick, so sick of myself. It sounds so blunt and kind yeah. of forced and just uh, staccato, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. So what is it, what's uh, the next line? I'm so sick, so sick of myself. I will tell you the next line. It's I'm so sick, so sick of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm premature in my decay. No, I thought it was talking about mama. Oh, is it mother say you'll pray for me? Okay. And then I'm so sick, I'm so sick of myself. I'm premature in my decay. Shards of glass swimming in my eyes. Oh, God. Uh, he's really, with this album, starting to push some of the darker lyrics. I don't know if you noticed that trend going through this entire mm-hmm. thing. Do you like that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's fine. I, I honestly, though, big big uh, bucket of water on the fire is hearing someone sing about their mom. Really, in any case? Even like if it's Elvis Presley singing about in the ghetto and whatnot? Yeah. You know, Danzig's got that song. Yeah, called sure. Mama. You're not a fan of any mother singing? That one's all right. Okay. Because he's kind of a badass. But I mean, like... What about songs about Stacy's mom? Hmm. I'm a little ambivalent. But I mean, if you're trying to sing a song where... I mean, like, Fountains of Wayne are not trying to be like, we're the coolest guys in town. Right. But what's Stacy's mama? Yeah, I wonder... I mean, at some point in her life, I'm sure Davy Havoc's mom, Mrs. Marchand, mm-hmm. probably heard this song. Yeah. And probably had some thoughts on it. Just like, I would have talked to you, Dave, if you were in a bad state of mind. I probably would have helped you out with it. <laughs> so... <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> very much yeah no uh, i mean the lyrics do get darker more mm-hmm. focused on blood like there's a whole line in here about how i'm choking on my own blood is, did he get in a car crash or something what, what is happening with him you get shards of glass swimming in his eyes he's choking on his blood could be it's interesting like i think as far as afi's trajectory goes people usually associate uh black sales and like the introduction of jade puget on guitar as kind of their entryway into some darker, mm. more blood-focused, slightly demonic lyrics. Is this Jade guy kind of a bad influence on everybody? I don't want to say that. I it, think he's Do a really... Do you know? You just don't want to tell me now? I think... Well, we'll get into the Jade Puget saga. I think okay. he's a really great influence in some ways, and some ways I'm not too crazy about. Yeah. And later on, just to jump far into the future, before... Is not even a twinkle in their eyes at this point for a Fire Inside EP, but uh, Jade and Davey have a couple side projects. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to find out like what those two are capable of together, we'll dive into that later. Maybe in like some bonus episodes. Okay. But it might give you a little more insight into like what's going on with that dynamic and how it influenced the trajectory of the band. Okay. But right now, still, like it still gets really dark. A lot of blood lyrics on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like they're going that direction before Jade is even on the scene. Yeah. So I'd say he's innocent. Is my point. Really. <laughs> sure. Cool. So three and a half. You enjoyed it overall. Yeah. Again, except for the part where he's singing about his mama. Yeah. I mean, you'd think with like an EP, you'd want to be a little bit more experimental. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, especially the chorus, it sounds like some of the earlier stuff, Mm -hmm. nothing too crazy. Like outside of the fact that Davey's talking in the beginning and by the end, it gets a little bit more interesting too. Like there's really not too much uh, that's too dynamic about the song, but I like it. It's fine. All right. Next song is called Overexposure. Mm -hmm. And this is where I think the most interesting song on the album is most likely yeah as far as afi's perspective so here is overexposure yeah Yeah. 
opening line for overexposure. I have seen ten roses bleed, seen new petals fall. I have felt my soul tear. I have felt nothing at all. What's it going to be? This might be the most poetic song that yeah. AFI has written so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the course of the song, yeah, it definitely dances around. Gets really bizarre by the end. Uh, where he says things like, I have seen beasts bathed in glory, tread across the angels as they crawl. He's really starting to push his uh, large demonic imagery type mm-hmm. of uh, motifs going on here. So what stood out to you about the song? Well, he's got a lot of stuff, uh, as the title suggests, about photography, right? Oh, interesting. Right, yeah. Mr. Crazy Guy? Because at the end he's saying he wants these pictures out of his brains. That's or true. brain, we'll keep it singular. And then... He says something about focus in the very beginning as well, right? Uh, let's see. Focus, I focus, I could be focus. looking at it completely incorrectly, though. I don't see anything about focus. Okay. I'm good at hearing Never things mind. that aren't there. Yeah. No, but the yeah, the thing about uh, the final line of the song is, can someone please take these images from my mind? Although it's a confusing ending to the song because he kind of, sort of, doesn't say mind. We'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But I do think that this song does get a little more experimental in the structure. Like later on, it starts out like pretty traditional AFI for this period, but here we'll kick it in. Starts to break things down quite a bit. This is a weird sound for AFI, but I like it. Yeah. We're putting his vocals front and center. He starts to say head and then changes it to mind at the very end. And I wrote down brain, so I totally understood <laughs> That was the third attempt. That was a, an alternate cut that yeah. they didn't end up using. But I think just when he gets into that kind of like plucky guitar by the end of the song, mm-hmm. probably the highlight of the album for me. Like I'm a little bit numb to Hanging Garden. I do like it or I remembered liking it, mm-hmm. but I listened to it a lot. And so going back to this album, because it has been a while since I've listened to this one in full, I think Overexposure is the highlight for yeah. me. Because, yeah, the rest of the remaining two are covers. Right. Did you look that up ahead of time? Did you know that going in? Well, here's what happened with Hanging Garden. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've listened to The Cure. Sure. Why don't you just play it a little bit? Yeah, I'll, I'll pop it up here. Uh, is it a well-known song? Did you know about it before this? Yeah. That, it took me a minute because, I, like I said, it's been a while since I've listened to The Cure. This is like an, an older one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it's from 1982. Was, yeah, I was like, wow, these guys really want to sound like The Cure. And then the chorus kicked in. I was like, oh. Well, obviously, this is a cure song. <laughs> yeah, this is really uh, the bass this time to shine. Hunter really gets his uh, time in the sun with this song. Not the most interesting bass line, yeah. but it's in the forefront of so much of the song. Yeah. Especially, this is a long song. It's like 422. Mm-hmm. It's almost half of the entire album, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's a little too faithful to the original, too. Okay. Would you want him, like, screaming throughout the whole thing? It just sounds like he's like trying to impersonate the cure rather right. than trying to do his own thing with the song, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Because I mean, do they even do the same like echo effect when he when he says, you know, in the hanging garden, right after this line? But I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely a cool song. I'm glad yeah. they did cover it, and like I would probably never have heard the song if it wasn't for AFI. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it's out there as it is, and like 
Yeah, they have to be faithful to a song. I mean, I'm sure they're such huge Cure fans. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. It just strikes me as like the best cover songs that I like are different enough to where you're like, oh, that's a cool spin on it or something. Like fully know? like taking like, uh, I don't know, like maybe like Hurt or something like that, yeah. like to that extreme. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they still get pretty AFI by the uh-huh. end. Gets a little bit heavier. But just very short period of time that it goes right back to, like, I hope Robert Smith doesn't hear this. We mean nothing but best things. We love you, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, yeah. I do like... It was never the, one of my favorite Cure songs either. Are you so. a big Cure guy? I mean, I listened to him a bunch when I was in high school. So I like AFI a lot, as mm-hmm. you might have known from this podcast, but I've never really given the Cure a chance. Yeah. Would they just kind of bum me out if I went back and listened to them? No. Is there one album that stands out as like the one to go to? Uh, there's a couple. Disintegration is really good. And then uh, was it Staring at the Sea? The singles, I think, is a is a good collection Okay. if you just want to dabble in the earlier stuff. Huh. So you were really into them for a while. I don't know if I'd say really into them, but I mean, I listen to them frequently. Sure. What's yeah. what's like their heyday? What was their heyday? Yeah. Oh, boy. I would say like their peak was probably around disintegration, at least in my, the way that I saw it. You know, it seems like that's when they were the biggest. Right. In my little circle. Sure, sure. And what what was their trajectory? What did eventually happen to them? I think they just got older. And it's kind of, that's like, it's a thing that's difficult to maintain mm-hmm. as you age is this overwhelming sadness and singing about loss and stuff. Yeah, if that's just your thing and that's what people come to your shows expecting mm-hmm. and then you eventually just get over your high school flings and these people that abandoned you, like abandoned Davey Havoc or whatever the hell yeah. happened to whoever stabbed him in the back, like what do you start singing about? Mm-hmm. And in Davey's case, it's like, well, got to start talking about blood. Yeah. Like, I like The Cure, I like The Misfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much I'm going to cover them on one album. Actually, multiple albums now for the Misfits. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, well, I guess I'm going to dive down some well. I don't want to dive into myself and talk about what it's like to go house shopping. Yep, <laughs> so, exactly. What else are you going to do? Next song. The next song. This is a real doozy. Just to cap this EP off with this little ditty, I'd call it. A <laughs> little ditty. From the Misfits. And this is a song... From it's a confusing thing, but basically, it's the Misfits released a collection of their older stuff, mm-hmm. and they released it in 1995, so three years before a Fire Inside EP came out. So clearly, that collection of early Misfits stuff got out there. AFI must have really enjoyed the novelty of this one song, mm-hmm. and they decided to record a song that is called Demonomania. It's a real hoot. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said the title. It's pretty subtle throughout the course of the song. I shouldn't <laughs> have spoiled it. But here's Demonomania. Uh, that last line, just because you're curious, was humans are weak. I want your blood. <laughs> yeah. So this song, yeah. It's a real what? departure for Misfits. <laughs> so 47 can ex- seconds. Can you explain the lineage of the narrator? Where does he come from? Lyrics, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, well, well, he explains, first of all, look upon me. I am the beast. Okay. So currently a beast. Uh-huh. Um, but demonomania, demonomania, demonomania. Right. My father was a wolf. Right. Um, and then he's looking at his family tree. Demonomania, demonomania, demonomania. My mother was a whore. Yep, that's the formula for a wolf man. 
That's formula for the beast. Yeah. Uh, you check and see we aren't like other wolves. Check it. Check it out for a while. You'll, you'll see. <laughs> Do your research, kids. It'll underhold the highest <laughs> levels of scrutiny. I assure you, sir. It's in the blood. I want to be the fucking savior. <laughs> the next line. <laughs> the misfits are kind of great. They're so bizarre. Humans are weak. What else you fucking do? Humans are weak. I want your blood. Demonomania, demonomania, demonomania. My mother, father was a wolf. Yada, yada, yada. So, <laughs> the yada, yada, yada really caps that one on. <laughs> what do you think's going on here? Is With this what? a full joke in their mind? Is it just absurd fun? Like, including this song? Or is it just, like, to what level are they taking this song seriously as being just a fun song? I think they're just like, this song kicks ass because it's really stupid and fun. And it's just like, we need a good mosh pit song for 1998. We just we just made it real sad with that Cure song. <laughs> so, here we go. Kick things off. Send people out what they want. Man, Demonomania. So that was the, this is one of those songs where it's like, you get into AFI, at least I did later on, and then went back and listened to all the earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually was like, Demonomania, what's this song about? That's a catchy little title. And I just listened to it like, what the f*** is this? Yeah. Because I didn't understand that it was a cover at the time. So this was just like the big recurring joke. It's like every time we talk about li- listening to AFI, it's like, oh, well, i got to listen to Demonomania again. Got to squeeze <laughs> some more out of that f***ing lemon. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> Did they play God. that one live? You uh, the no, no. I've never seen that one live. Although maybe they did, and it was just so quick, I didn't even notice it. Yeah, uh, it was like during a half a bathroom break or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's Demonomania, capping off a Fire Inside EP. What do you think of this thing as a whole? As a whole, I think it's interesting in that it stands as more of a slide into their darker tone, more poetic lyrics, mm-hmm. and also it kind of feels like I don't. This might be a stretch, but just thinking about it in terms of like they're about to make their pretty big debut like the next album has a much larger splash than the last one okay um relatively and so it seems like they're coupling themselves with the misfits and the cure and then also shifting their lyrics darker to just try and get that template set for like this is what afi is going to be you really think they're calculating don't you i'm sure they were i'm sure it's like ah those songs were cool let's put them on here we don't want to have like eps are a good place for covers right it's probably their only logic but if they could kind of Hitch their uh, wagon to that other wagon, as they say. The Bloodmobile. <laughs> that's right. To the Demonomaniacs and the crowd amongst them. Uh, I guess that's it. But yeah, Three and a Half, it's, it's a fine song. And Overexposure, I think, is kind of interesting. And Hanging Garden, I think, is cool. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Is it feels like, I think, of the songs, Hanging Garden is probably my favorite. Right. But I, I, you have to put an asterisk after that because it's not an AFI song. And it's like, if you want to learn more about what AFI is thinking in this time... It's like you can only understand that they chose that and maybe they wanted to have a slower, more primal sounding song on the album just to kind of show their range. I mean, I guess in the larger AFI picture, especially for this early year, it does stand out quite yeah. a bit. Just the overall sound of Hanging Garden. So mm-hmm. it's cool they went for that. I'm sure yeah. the drummer's arms got real tired. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> it's like, I hate you assholes. <laughs> I can imagine having to play. I know that this is not how albums are recorded, but. Immediately after launching into Demonomania after that. Here you go. <laughs> Just knock it out. You're like, ah, oh, this hurts. You know you can be replaced by a machine. <laughs> so. All right. That's a Fire Inside EP. Do you want to review this one? Do you want to give this thing a number? Well, this one has to be on a one to five scale, right? You Great know? point. Great point, Quirk. What do you think? Well, I think 
I think you could be generous and uh, coincide it and give it a three and a half. But I oh. will, I will go ahead and give it like a I don't know. I'll give it like a God. I guess Hanging Gardens cool enough and Demon Mania is so yeah. novel. I'll go three. Yeah, that's where I land too. All right, there yeah. we go. Next week, Cork. Yes. Enough of this. These small meals. This handful of Mike and Ikes that we're consuming right now. Yeah. We got a full course steak. Is this an all day sucker? This is an all day sucker. Next one is a big album. Black Sails in the Sunset. Is it uh, Pirates? It's, you made that joke last time, you asshole. Oh, fucking moron. <laughs> Don't worry about me. No, there are no, actually, uh, maybe some pirate themed words. I don't know. We'll have to dissect it exactly. What does that even mean? Well, I'm trying to think. There's a song, I think it's called Morning Star. So maybe some nautical oh, God, things incorporated. Says, I don't want to have sextant with you. <laughs> Good stuff. You just kill me. All right. So next week, look forward to us dissecting all of Black Sails in the Sunset. Be mm-hmm. sure to leave a comment uh, either in the iTunes feed or on the website where it's posted uh, for what you want us to cover and what we What's, should talk about in the future. This is going to be AFI, right? So or, they, they can say what they want us to cover, but I mean... It's... If they have ideas for bonus episodes, yeah, we should mention that because I want to keep you relatively blind to yes. the trajectory, Yes. I, again, I don't want to hype up any twist, um, but, but I want to record all of their albums and dissections before we start posting these. So the timeline is a little bit screwy. So if we're not responding to your feedback in the comments and whatnot, or giving you guys the shout outs you all deserve, it's because we're doing this in an isolation uh, like a sensory deprivation tank, basically. So basically, <laughs> all these comments are for not because we will have already recorded well, all Well, we'll this. read them after uh-huh. the fact, and then we'll incorporate the feedback into the bonus episodes and the fun stuff. So like if someone says, hey, make sure that Quirk never makes a dumb pirate ever again because <laughs> that shit is totally lame. At that point, I'll just say that for myself. I'll assume right. that somebody said that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can print it out and put it in front of you yeah. if, if you appreciate it. Yeah. But think about this uh, this podcast kind of like, Think of it like Destiny, the game, Cork. Like, it's not going to get good until the end game. Like, once we go through all the albums, uh-huh. that's where it's going to get good, because then we're going to roll in the guests. Is it going to get weird? It's going to get weird. Loving it. We're going to have a bunch of bonus episodes. There's a lot of stuff to cover. We can cover, like, brand new AFI news, because mm-hmm. it's been a while since our last album now. Yeah. It's going to be red hot, kid. We're going to have every member of the band. Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I can. Wait. I will promise. Yeah. I've lined nothing up. I will promise we can at least get one person who played in the band AFI on this podcast as a guest. How exciting. It has to be possible, right? Yeah. You just said you promised. So, I mean, (laughs) I don't know what to do with that. It's going to happen, dude. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for covering a Fire Inside EP. And tune in next week to get into the heart of the beast, Black Sails on the Sunset. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Goodbye. Bye. Fire Inside AFI. AFI. That's what it was. (laughs)